guys. Thanks for taking the time to listen as we're going through the red letters, talking about Jesus' teachings. I pray that it's going to be challenging to us and that it's going to speak to our hearts. So enjoy it. God bless. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for this time that we can meet together um, on this Sunday morning to be in fellowship with one another, to worship you, and to hear from your word, God. Uh, we ask that you would speak to us this morning, that your word would just penetrate to our hearts, and that you would um, just direct us and lead us this week as we remember that, Lord, you are the vine and we are the branches, Lord. We need to be connected to you at all times. So, Lord, we thank you. Praise in Jesus' name. Amen. So, have you ever had your phone battery die at like a really unexpected, unplanned time when you really needed it? I've had that happen a few times. Um, and it really sucks, right? I don't have one this morning. So, this morning? Yeah, I exactly. I don't have one, so. Exactly. Well, I one of the times, one of the times that my phone died, was what you were talking about earlier was on our junior high camp. <laughs> Literally, the only time I decided to take any pictures or videos, the entire camp was the last like half an hour when we were sledding down a hill. Well, of course, of course, my phone dies when I'm trying to record. Like, the only time I'm trying to use my phone the entire weekend, my phone dies. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, are you guys, like, those, those type of people who bring your phone charger everywhere you go? No? Some of us bring it everywhere we go. We bring it to school, we bring it to church, we bring it in our backpack, we have it in our car. Just everywhere we go, we have our phone charger just in case our phone starts to die well I want to ask a question is do you guys approach God in the same way do you treat your relationship with God like you do with a dying phone battery now a lot of people treat their spiritual lives like a battery what I mean by that is the concern that this brings is that phone batteries don't last, right? If we're always trying to be plugged into God, as soon as we disconnect, our phone battery starts to die, and a lot of us treat our relationship with God like that. Like we're coming to church on Sunday, that's where we're getting our charge, right? We're plugged in to God on Sundays while we're at church, reading His Word, hearing from Him through His Word. But as soon as we leave church, that's like, all right, I'm going to now I'm going to disconnect, and as I go through my week, I start to lose charge, and now it's Sunday again, and I get to plug back in. A lot of us treat our relationship with God like that. So the passage we're going to read today is, is bringing up a little bit different of an idea to think about God, to think about our relationship with Christ. Uh, so we're just going to get into our passage here. We're going to read the first five verses of John 15. Sorry. 
John 15, the first five verses here. It says this, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that does not bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you, already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. So, instead of a battery, Jesus describes our relationship with him as what? A vine. Exactly. A vine isn't like a battery. We often treat our discipleship with God like a charging battery for our souls, but Jesus didn't say, recharge yourself in me, but he says, abide in me and I in you. It's a two-way street. Because of this bad picture of the way our connection with God works, like spiritual batteries, we try to do it ourselves apart from God apart from Christ, all the time. Instead of thinking that you have to get plugged into Jesus momentarily in order um, to get your spiritual battery charged, we need to realize that we can't do it by ourselves. Your battery isn't sufficient, and God didn't intend it to be that way. God made, God made us um, to be in relationship with Him, not in an occasional or a momentary um, sort of way, but God designed us to be in constant relationship with Him at all times. Jesus describes this connection, um, this two-way connection, in our dependency in one word, abide. We are to abide in Jesus, and Jesus will abide in us. John's Gospel uses this idea of abiding several times, um, and Jesus says these things about abiding. In John 14, the, ver- the chapter before, he says, the Father abides in Jesus. Jesus abides in the Father. Also in John 14, he says, the Spirit abides in us. And in John 15, what we just read is, Jesus abides in us. So abiding is so much different than recharging. And this is good news for us today. I want us to do something real quick. I want us to turn to someone next to you and give them a handshake. And don't let go. There you go. So now you're holding hands, right? Now this might be awkward. To take your other hand up and put it on their hand. There you go. It's just like, yeah, like, like one hand you're being held, and the other hand you're holding the hand. Yeah, no. Well, I guess, but 
So you got your handshake going. So now you hold his hand and you hold his hand. Oh, just, okay. just like that. that See? Yeah. Right? So what you're doing right now, this is an example of our relationship with Christ. We abide in him and he abides in us. Right now, you are holding someone else's hand while you're being held. That's exactly what our relationship with Christ is like. All right, you guys can let go. <laughs> no, I lost my page. <laughs> that was just awkward. <laughs> that is right. Just takes five seconds for every word. That is. Yep. Abiding in Jesus is a constant process in which we are at all times connected to Jesus. At all times. We are holding on to Jesus, and Jesus is holding on to us. It's us keeping ourselves connected to Jesus, and it's Jesus holding a tight connection holding us tight in connection to Him. Um, most of us, as we get connected to Jesus, see our spiritual lives as something we do. We see church as something we do. Uh, we see reading the Bible and praying as something we do. But our spiritual lives are not things that we do. It's just who we are. Yes, spiritual disciplines can help us, but these things are not our connection to Jesus. These things we do are not Jesus. They are a means to Jesus, right? But they are not Jesus. We need to stop worshiping the spiritual acts and start worshiping Jesus himself. Here's another example of um, what it means to hold and to be held. Think about a baby, a toddler, a baby. Um, when you pick up that baby and you're holding the baby, that baby is also like holding on to you. You both, I think of like my niece, who's almost one and a half, right? When I, when I hold her, I pick her up and I hold her, she, um, she likes to like put her arm around me and like, tap my back as I'm tapping her back. It's kind of cute. Um, that's also an image of our relationship with Christ. right? He's, while He's holding us, we're holding on to Him. It's a two-way connection. Now, if comparing our spiritual lives to a battery that needs to be changed isn't sufficient, and hand-holding is even a helpful but temporary and incomplete image, what is a more helpful way of describing our intertwined dependency upon Christ? It's a vine. Think about vines. We're in uh, wine country. So we have vineyards all around us. Do you guys ever like take a moment and look around at the vineyards around us. They're pretty amazing. 
Jesus is the true vine. God is the vine dresser, and we are the branches. Now, branches apart from the vine cannot live. They die. And it's the same thing with us. We need the vine in order to live. As soon as we become disconnected from the vine, we start to die. Now, same thing with a battery. But the thing is, batteries, when you keep them plugged in, when you plug them in overnight, over time, they start to not work correctly, right? They, the phones start to last longer and, or shorter and shorter every day because they're not supposed to be plugged in all night, every night. I'm guilty of that, right? But the vine, we're supposed to be connected to the vine. We have to be connected to the vine at all times. That vine cannot be severed. When we surrender to God and accept God's love and mercy through Jesus, we um, become grafted into the vine. As we respond to God's reaching out for us, we become embraced by God and grafted into the vine. As we continually trust Jesus, we are choosing to abide with Him. This abiding is surrender, and it's choosing. We have to surrender our desires. We have to surrender the things that we know are not of God, which that might seem like, oh, Christianity is all about giving up everything that you like to do. I want to make this very clear to us. That's not the case. Christianity isn't about giving up everything fun and living this life of boringness to God's glory. That's not it. God is the inventor of fun. God is the inventor of good things. And He knows what's good for us and He knows what's not good for us. And so as we're connected to Jesus, as we're connected to the vine, we start to experience the goodness of God in how he designed things to be in this world. So we must surrender and choose him. So remember that abiding is much deeper than being charged and holding on or holding on to Jesus. Um, since this connection is an abiding connection, we are born again. We are grafted in to Jesus. As any branch that is grafted into the vine, the nourishment for our spiritual lives comes from the source. The branches only bear leaves because they are connected. And what it says in this passage is those who are connected to the vine bear much fruit. So, what is the proof that we are connected to Jesus? If we look at our lives, if we actually ask ourselves the question, am I connected to the vine or am I trying to live my life apart from the vine? How we see the answer to that is we look at our lives and we ask ourselves, am I bearing fruit? If we are bearing fruit, then we can say, all right, like I'm connected to Jesus. If we're not bearing fruit, 
if we see no change in our life, then we have to get connected. And how that happens, Jesus says, is by being born again and by being grafted in. As we, as we ask the Lord to be our Savior and as we start to be um, intertwined with Him and as we give our lives to Him, these things start to happen. We start to see change. So I want to remind you guys, don't see your life as, as a battery. See your life as we are the branches and He is the vine. We are either connected to Him or we're not. So abiding is holding and being held by Jesus. And as you abide in Jesus, Jesus abides in you and He produces spiritual fruit in you. The abiding starts with surrender and it starts with trust. So get grafted and intertwined in Jesus. Um, allow Jesus to reign over all that you are. And instead of seeing spirituality as something you do, choose to see it as something you are. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you again for your word. We thank you for just abiding in us. Lord, I pray that this week and um, this month, just for the rest of our lives, Lord, that we would remember to be connected to you, Lord, to abide in you. I pray that we remember that apart from you, we can do nothing. Um, and Lord, I ask that you would just bear much fruit in us, Lord. God, I thank you for this morning. I thank you for your word. Praise you for all that you are and all that you do in us. Praise in Jesus' name. Amen.